Welcome to the SLP Stress Management Podcast, your place to manage stress, reduce the risk of burnout, and find more balance in your life as an SLP and a human being. I'm your host, Jesse Andrix. In today's episode, we are going to be talking about a practice that you can use when you're feeling that your thoughts are starting to take over and it'll help you get out of your head and into your body where you could be more present and feel less overwhelmed by all that is going on. We're also going to practice a very calming, steady meditation and we're going to discuss the difference between controlling and having control especially when it comes to being an SLP and going through our day and how this can both prevent and lead to stress. Let's dive right in. All right, it is time for this week's wellness So one thing that can happen when you're feeling stressed or like stress is building, starting to feel overwhelmed or, you know, even heading towards just like chronic stress and burnout is that your thoughts kind of start to take over everything else. So we begin to live in our head and less in our body. And so one thing that we can do to help with this is to get back in your body. Now, some really great ways to do this are to do some kind of like movement or workout or exercise where for one, you have to pay attention, right? So that you don't fall down or like you don't trip over something, you have good form. And so that helps you think about something else. It helps you think about the body, but it also gets the body to be the main focus, to be the thing that is moving. And that helps you get out of your head and back into feeling your body but it's also not something that you can necessarily like stop, drop, and do, right? So when you're in the middle of a work day or just in the middle of life and you're feeling really stressed, you can't always just say, hey, I'm gonna take the next 20 to 30 minutes to go work out and um, then I'll get my next group of students. Like that doesn't work. So how can we get into our body in the moment, like in your work day, before work, after work, like when you're rushing around to get your kids after work, when you're going from session to session, when you're just starting to feel like overwhelmed, like how can you get into your body in that moment? Well, you don't have to do a workout, but my gosh, if you could, like go ahead and do it, right? But what you can do is just to simply bring your awareness back to the body. Now, I know sometimes we're like, I don't want to do that. But here's the way to do it. I want you to stand up. So that's something you can do in your office, right? You just kind of stand up. Feel your feet firmly rooted down onto the ground. So feel your heels pressing down. Maybe give your toes a wiggle and then feel your big toes and then all the toes all the way to your little pinky toe pressing down into the ground. Not gripping, but just touching down. Feel the balls of your feet. Think of like all four corners of your feet pressing down. And maybe feel the arches of your feet pull up so you start to draw that energy, that awareness up into the legs. Bring your hand to your belly. 
One hand to your heart. Let your shoulders roll up, back, and down. Maybe open the mouth to relax the jaw a few times. Or maybe even just kind of letting some air out, a sigh. You could close your eyes. You could blink your eyes a few times. And then just take a few breaths in and out. Maybe three to five to ten breaths here. Feeling the body solid beneath you. When all of your focus is in your head, bring it back down into the body, knowing you are here. You are in this moment. You are in this present moment here. And all of those things that happened that are stressful, all of those things that we imagine might happen are not there. We are in this moment now. So feel grounded, feel down into the body, feel the breath moving through, get back to this present moment and get out of your head. Give this a try the next time you're starting to feel stress building or you're starting to feel overwhelmed and get back into your body, get out of your head and give yourself that moment to be able to move forward through your day with hopefully a little less stress or at least a tool you can use when you need it. And now, a word from our sponsor. Today's podcast episode is sponsored by, well, me. Did you know that I have a library of workshops and courses that are self-guided and available for you to purchase at any time over at jessieandrix.thinkific.com. This platform hosts yoga classes and yoga workshops, stress management and resilience workshops, and the self-guided version of the mega SLP stress management course. You can head over to jessieandrix.thinkific.com to check these out and get 10% off any purchase by using the code PODCAST10. Head on over there today to get your 10% off and start taking all of the tools that we talk about on the podcast and take a deeper dive into them to learn how you can manage your stress and build some resilience in your day-to-day life. Let's take a brief moment together to meditate. So wherever you're at, just take a pause. If you are driving, skip this portion, but otherwise find a seat or if you prefer to be standing, that's okay. Feel your feet on the ground or if you are seated on a cushion or a chair and you're cross-legged, feel your bottom pressing into the seat. So make contact with something. And then find some length through your spine, not rigid, but straight enough that you feel a little lift through the crown of the head, the rib cage coming off the waist, and space to breathe. And if you can, close your eyes. If not, find something to focus on and soften your gaze. And then just take a moment here to let your shoulders Rock up, back, and down to maybe breathe in and find a sigh, let it out. 
Your hands just rest in your lap. Begin to bring your awareness or your attention to the breath in this moment. Begin to breathe, if you can, in and out through your nose. And today we're not going to change the breath, although it may shift and change. But we will keep our focus there and we'll add in a mantra or um, some words to help bring our focus to the breath. And as we do this, sometimes the breath just naturally gets deeper, gets steadier. It's kind of that saying, what you bring your focus to grows. And so our focus here is the breath. So with each breath in, Maybe just label it inhale. And with each breath out, exhale. Inhale. And exhale. Again, inhale. and exhale. Just continue this. You could switch it to breathe in, breathe out, or in, out, whatever you'd like. So as your focus drifts, as your awareness drifts away to other thoughts, simply bring it back to that inhale, exhale. And this can help to keep our awareness on the breath. And with our breath, when it becomes more steady and calm, it sends the signal up to our brain, to our stress response, that we are steady and we are calm. It can help to start to turn that down and rewire it. So let's take five more rounds together, following your own mantra, your own word, or you can follow along. Inhale. And exhale. Inhale. Exhale. Inhale. Exhale. 
exhale. Inhale. Exhale. One more time. Inhale. And exhale. Start to come back now to just your own natural pattern, letting the mantra go, letting the focus even go here. When you're ready, maybe blink the eyes open. Take a pause to notice how you feel after taking this break, finding this awareness, and breathing calm. Thank you so much for joining in this practice today. There is such a fine line between having control of your life and the situation as an SLP and controlling the situation or your life as an SLP. So here is a story for you. One time in my work as a school-based SLP, I had a student that I needed to screen. And it was um, a kind of last minute. The team expected it to go really smoothly and for the student to pass and it just kind of to be one of the pieces that you know we had to have included in there. Um, so for it to kind of just be like a general component to their overall evaluation process. And so they didn't allow much time before letting me know and before the screen and results were due. And it wasn't to be rude or inconsiderate, but it just seemed straightforward. And I was totally fine with it. I was like, yeah, no problem. Screen, quick and simple, and I'll get it to you. But it turned out not to be. So surprisingly, the student did not pass the screen and an eval was needed like ASAP. And um, I could feel the dial of stress start to turn up a notch or five. <laughs> and this really could have gone one of two ways. It could have become this like ongoing growing source of stress because it was not part of my plan and I had no room for this in my planned out schedule. And if I held my schedule strictly, all I would be able to see that I was in control of things. The things would go the way the schedule said and that I would not have room to do it but it would still have to get done. So it would get done just with so much stress and pressure and guilt surrounding it. I could also try to loosen the reins a bit and remind myself that things did not have to stick to the schedule exactly. Like it's not great to miss groups, but it happens and things shift. And I can learn from this or I could do it differently next time. I could maybe make a different schedule or I could make sure and talk with the team and say, hey, if you have anybody that you have, make sure we have all of these pieces and that we allow for a lot of time. The big difference here is not like a laid back attitude or a relaxed schedule or a great place to work or just rolling with it. It's the way the control of the situation works. So one way that control shows up is to control the situation in order to avoid stress, which leads to more work, more pressure, and more stress, the very thing that you are trying to avoid and to not have happen. 
In the other, it's about regaining control in order not to feel helpless and to work through the stress and come out the other side with new insights and tools. And I see so much of this with uh, fellow SLPs and um, in our world. And I see it because I've seen it in myself. Like you try so hard to map it all out exactly. Like for instance, with your school-based schedule. And then when a small shift happens that is not in the plan, it adds some stress to the situation. And the more small shifts that happen, it's like little cracks in the foundation, right? It starts to add more and more until you feel like it's all gonna crumble. So you go in, you tweak even more, you try to perfect it just a little bit further until it is just right. And then another thing happens and another crack grows and the stress grows and things get even harder and you try to patch it up and repair it, but it just doesn't work. And you have to try to make the plan work even more. And it's exhausting. When stress builds up, there's often one big player that shows up, control. Having control of a situation can make it feel that you are best prepared to face whatever shows up and that you are the one leading the situation and that the outcome of it is up to you. And this can leave you feeling more settled, like full of power and like, well, like in control. But it can also be the start of additional stress and a spiral into what you are trying to avoid because things rarely go exactly as planned. Having control can be great. It can help reduce stress, but controlling can be something that allows stress to build. They are very similar, but they do complete opposite things when it comes to managing your stress. When you are controlling it, you're forcing the outcome of the situation and expecting that it must go a certain way or it won't be okay. So this looks like maybe planning out each therapy session precisely, leaving no wiggle room in your schedule because everything is down to the minute and expecting that your day in life will go the way that you have mapped it out. And this sounds really good because it sounds like it would make things less stressful. You know exactly down to the minute like how your speech therapy session is going to go. You know exactly when the next session is going to begin and how long that will take. And then you know from there how much time you have for each specific part and exactly what you'll be doing in those things. It sounds like it would make it so much less stressful, but it doesn't. Instead, it often adds more pressure to keep everything on this timeline and to keep it going exactly as mapped out because if one thing runs over a bit, there's no spot for that and, and it leaves you with this, what am I supposed to do, which adds stress. So it builds the stress that you are so very much trying to control and keep from building. It leaves no room for being human for things to change, or even for the perspective and plans of another person. What if your student doesn't want to do that activity? And not just like in a defiant kind of like, well, I'm not doing that today, but what if they need to stop and use the restroom, or they have something they really want to tell you that day, or they have some questions that you didn't think they would have for the activity, or they come in and they are just having more energy or less energy than is needed for that activity that day. This could take some time out from that detailed and rigid schedule that you mapped out. And you might have someone stop by to talk to you about a student, or maybe they didn't feel like doing the lesson, or the student isn't even available that day. Things happen, and the way you look at control can make all the difference. So here are some questions to ask yourself to determine if you are 
controlling the stress or having control in your day? So one question to ask, is there room for the unexpected? One quick way to check and see um, is if there's room for unexpected things. Unexpected things could be a schedule change, a student who needs to be evaluated ASAP, a colleague needing to talk to you like maybe right before or maybe even right in the middle of your session. Like they're like, hey, I just need a minute. I've got to tell you something. And you're like, okay, cool. Or, oh, no, not cool. Maybe a student needs to use the restroom. Maybe OT or PT um, needs to swap that day because something has come up. And just any of these things could happen, right? So there, these are all parts of life in a workplace, especially a school, and they're part of being human. You could only plan and control so much from your end before you're micromanaging and not allowing for others' perspectives, incorporating needs of others at times when it's appropriate, and leaving room for just being human and ever-changing. Having a little wiggle room for the unexpected or knowing things do not have to be perfect each time and exact can leave room for it, which is absolutely expected. The next thing, number two, are you avoiding stress by having control? There is no way to avoid or completely control stress. There is no magic crystal ball to tell you how everything will be laid out and what to expect from all of it. Controlling stress is often done to try to avoid experiencing it. If you can control the situation and get it exactly how you want and expect it to be, then you can avoid the stressful parts of it from ever happening. And it sounds so, so good when you first think about it, right? Because then there wouldn't be stress. You would be totally on top of it, ahead of it every step, and that stress would never be there. But guess what? Avoiding stress is not possible. There's bound to be something that you didn't think of and that you could never have expected. But also, it leads to more and more controlling, more and more pushing, and more and more stress. So your avoiding the stress builds the stress. It never gives you the tools to manage it and reduce it. So when you look at your stress in your day, are you doing things to avoid it from happening? or to have maybe just a little say and a little understanding in how your day unfolds. All right, question number three, is the control adding to your stress? So this is what we were talking about before. If you're trying to work on stress, the worst thing is when you're feeling it grow more and more despite doing more and more to make it stop. This is a huge red flag that you are controlling versus having control having some control. So let's say like knowing who your students are that day, an activity that might be going on at the class, like what you might be able to do with them. And this lessens the stress by giving you a little foundation and ground to stand on versus controlling. So I will see them at this specific time, no matter if they have other needs or there is something else going on that day, because this has to be done. This is what is in the schedule and this time. And if they are late, then I'm just going to push and stay that session. And then the next one's going to be late. And we're going to have to figure that out. And you start to spiral. <sighs> this is controlling, which keeps you in the stress loop in your body and brain and keeps you in this like pass fail mindset and it keeps you in the push, the rush to get ahead and to only do a little bit more. And if I could do just a little more, a little bit better, then I won't feel the stress. If control is adding to your stress, it's time to try something new. Look at what you absolutely need to do. And it's probably way less than you probably think, right? Give yourself one to do thing, 
one to two things to get done that day and plan a session with a little more wiggle room. Maybe choose one game for the week to use in all your sessions. Or have the students to help help you to decide on some activities that they want to do in speech. And know that it doesn't have to be perfect or exact to help them reach their goals and to give you data to report as needed. I know it's all easier said than done, but just having some awareness of it and realizing the control might be more controlling than helpful can be the first step towards unwinding some of the stress and really learning how to manage it. So let's give this a try. The first thing to do is take 10 minutes to work through these questions. Grab a journal and write them down and explore the answers you come up with and allow yourself to be honest. Like there's no grade, there's no right or wrong, or there's no better than. It's where you are and what you can do next. And when you're ready, write down three swaps you can make to shift from controlling to having control. And then add in one stress management tool to use that day and make it flexible if you need it to be. So by trying to have some control over the control, mm, go with me on this, you don't want to try and become controlling around it. So it's not about micromanaging this, but about saying like, okay, here's how I'm honestly doing with these things. And this, this is adding to my stress. This is not working. What could I maybe do instead? And what's one good thing that I could do for myself when I have a moment? And maybe it's something I could do in the morning. And if I don't get to it in the morning, I could do it in the evening. And if I don't get to it, then maybe I could just take a few deep breaths in the middle of my day. So want some tools to help you manage your stress? Make sure to check out the free resources in the Resilient SLP toolbox. You can subscribe to this free resource and get access to yoga classes, meditation audios, and more. Sign up at the link below for immediate access. And I'd love to know, do you feel you are stressed from the control in your day or that you are having less stress because of it? Send me a message and let me know. You could share over at Instagram at jessieandrix or email me jessie at jessieandrix.com. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Love and light to you.